You're listening to Culture Clash on CL Radio, a look at the performing arts, the visual arts, and the literary arts all over Atlanta. Welcome to Culture Clash. I'm your host, Joe Melanson. He was born in Dallas, Texas, but artist Michael Jones has been in Atlanta since 1994, so he might as well be a native Atlantan. I first discovered him when he curated artists for a series of murals inside an outdoor car wash's wash bays over on the west side. Lately, his work's been popping up all over the city, in residential buildings, on walls, everywhere. His artist handle, Letter 75, stands for the seven letters in his first name and five letters in his last name. Michael Jones, welcome to Culture Clash. Thank you for having me. And how have you been doing over the last year? Everything good? I've been a little angry, upset. Uh, yeah with america but right you know, yeah you know, but uh <laughs> it's it's nothing new <laughs> right yeah it's not like you know it's it's like nothing's changed it's just become it's just come out of the closet that's what i always say yeah, yeah the cameras uh and the phones have at least be uh, you know helped us be able to catch ufos right. catch police officers that right. are you know, doing the wrong thing, and also their body cameras, when they're on, (laughs) they're starting to catch people doing the wrong thing and the right thing, and also, uh, yeah, sometimes they hide that footage, too. Yeah, yeah, that's what, you know, I, I, I... I understand the movement to get body cams and everything, but I just don't see that helping all that much because they well, can turn have, off. You, you know? can't have the cats, police and the cats. Right. You know, what I'm right. Saying? <laughs> you know like, I guess what is it that when, a, uh, I don't know, somebody's away, the, somebody will play. Right. They, they're playing a lot. They're playing a lot. Yeah. And they've you had know, it, so. they've had it too good for too long. You know, it's just so entrenched. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, but other than that, you know, I'm um, happy to be able to say that, you know, uh, my family is healthy and good, uh, I good, am good. too. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So, Mike, when did you know that you were an artist? Was there a moment when you realized it or was it just something that was always there? Well, it was obviously something that was always there mm-hmm. and I always knew it. But, you know, growing up, I said I want to be a monster truck driver so, <laughs> uh, or 18-wheeler driver. And it's ironic that, I, you know, I transport artwork now right. so I consider a, a myself a small version of that <laughs> yeah I've been an artist you know and and it's funny though I went home to my grandmother's funeral and everybody was introducing me or saying oh the artist the artist and that's kind of like when I owned it I say wow you know? that's that's cool when people people have accepted you that's your thing now you know? right 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 was art school the thing that brought you to Atlanta initially um, yes, I attended the Atlanta College of Art, and, um, you know, um, it was a good energy and good classic time that was there. Like, it was all of these, you know, good artists that are still around now that, uh, you know, so it was a great time. I, art was what brought me here. When you, when you finished school, what was it that kept you here in Atlanta instead of moving somewhere else or moving back home? Well, you know, everybody's got this fantasy and want to, you know, go to New York and stuff like that. Right. And so originally I was kind of like, you know, I had a hard on for it too. But uh, (laughs) after going to New York, I said, why would somebody pay all this money for this old, dirty ass city? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It smells, it's poop coming out the walls in the subway. And so after, you know, I was just like, you know what? I want to be a part of Atlanta's growth. 
And, you know, Atlanta's always, Atlanta's got this energy about it. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's still the South. I just wanted to be a part of this city's growth and kind of like the legacy of that, you know. Yeah, and you moved here right at the right time because it was right, you know, it was the Olympics in 96 where everything kind of like changed for Atlanta. I think that's where we really made that turn to becoming a big international city and and started taking our, our culture seriously. Actually, it wasn't the Olympics. It was Freak Me. <laughs> you know, I lived right in the middle of that every year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what put Atlanta on the map. That's funny. That's funny. So I, the first place I remember seeing your work was at that car wash over on the west side where you curated the series of murals by, by some different artists. And I noticed on your website the same name but listed this year and June. Are you planning on doing some sort of update to those? Originally, I was, but um, it's just like I I failed. Oh. Yeah, it, it's hard to admit defeat, you know, but uh, <laughs> I was trying to do it again. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it was, I, you know, I'm not, I'm so tired of hearing people blame stuff on COVID. Right. But I'm going to blame it on COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, but it's seriously like, you know, uh, one, I didn't want to put people in, you know, it's a lot of fear going on mm-hmm. um, with this, you know, it's a, and it's reason to be, you know, um, scared about the pandemic. And also it was just, it was hard for me to find artists. Artists kept backing out huh. um, for reasons that, you know, they have, which are good reasons. So, um, and it, it was just going to be too hard for me to do. How did know? that, how did that first one come together? The first one, um, I was drinking a beer. Uh-huh. As and, most uh, good ideas happen. <laughs> yes. And um, I was talking to the owner outside, and I was just like, dude, like, you got all those white walls, dude. It would, I was like, I already see something. Like, dude, this would be fat if you had artists come over and do, like, murals inside the base. And he was just like, let's do it. Nice. So um, we did it. And we financed it the first time, so... You know, the second time we thought we maybe to get sponsors and all of this other type of stuff, but none of it was able to come through. So I'm not saying that it's not going to ever happen again, mm-hmm. but uh, it, 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 it's the time it just wasn't right for the season wasn't right for those, these flowers to grow this year. It's almost like, you know, when an artist, uh, a musical artist does their first album, it's, you know, and it turns out to be successful. The second one gets can get mired down in oh well now we have to be as successful as the first one we've got to find more money and more people and more things right. and it becomes a bigger deal the second time around almost overwhelms it well and and, and i i personally felt like it was going to be hard to meet the standard of the last one that we did yeah. because i guess it was so organic the people that we the artists that we chose to do it are badass artists mm-hmm. and it was going to be hard for me to find like basically the main reason why I didn't I'm not doing it this year because I have a standard and it wasn't going to be able to meet that standard right you know you do a lot of work um also at residential properties around town how did that get started because I see them cropping up all the time there's more than one way to skin a cat (laughs) Uh, being an artist you have to figure out ways to try to make a living Mm -hmm. and um, I just figured I would try to go to different alternative routes to get my work out there mm-hmm. instead of just depending on the gallery spaces, you know, which are wonderful ways to, you know, showcase your artwork. But, uh, 
at the same time, sometimes that work gets put in private collections or private, you know, people right, buy them, right. and then they go into their house or into their closets or storage or whatever. And you know, it would. I, I just figured it would be a great way for me to get my work in the public's eye, you know. So um, I just tried to start going about different ways to try to get my artwork out there. I mean, that's pretty much how that happened. So I think a good example of that is that amazing, huge, long mural you did in Chambly uh, a few years back. Is that the your largest piece so far in terms of like just scope? I guess probably maybe square footage wise. Mm-hmm. It may be. Uh, I had that five story. Right. Uh, mural that I did uh, up on the Upper West Side uh, Powell Mill area, which was probably those two were the largest pieces that I did mm. as of now. That one I loved because, and, and I think a lot of your work sort of does this, but it features a lot of visuals that celebrate things that make Shambly Shambly. How did you kind of decide what to include in that? Well, um, luckily, um, the people that I was working with, Amy and Peter, um, they had me meet with the community like maybe two to three times before we even started the mm. uh, mural. So uh-huh. I would come with sketches and one of the times we actually had like the community kind of like pick the ones that they oh, cool. liked the most. And I started basically working the rest of the imagery around the, that type of things, you know. And mm-hmm. also I just drove around Chambly because, you know, the area is so rich with cool architecture yeah. culture and stuff like that so i just tried to take pictures of things that i thought represented that area you know and it's really smart because you, you you when you include the neighborhood that way you get buy-in from them too you know there's more support and then they 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 want to they take pride in it you know like it's theirs yeah i've had i've had both ends of the spectrum and i like that side better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i imagine so yeah, because sometimes it's a little bit more uh, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's and there's lots of stories about murals around town that have run into some issues like that. So right, and, and it was the mural that I did in my neighborhood that I live, where people kind of like definitely put me in check. So I was like, okay, this is my first mural. All right, thanks. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. I read that uh, somewhere that you, you prefer to work on your, your street art, your murals at night. Is that is that one of the reasons sort of to avoid some of that conversation or no? Um, well, it, it, you know, I, it gives me a little bit... Um, it, it, when I, I really I prefer to work in my studio yeah. I'm a studio artist mm-hmm. so I like you know it's uh, I'm traditionally a studio artist so I, li- I like working by myself right. you know and um, not having people looking over my shoulder so <laughs> that's probably why the preference is at night and also you know I don't I, don't, I mean you know I'm not trying to I don't want to I don't want people to know who I am you know <laughs> I want right? to get in and get out like Batman <laughs> you know well, and I love I love that like just as a as a resident, I love driving down a street I drove down yesterday and seeing something like that just pop up. You know, it's sort of magic. Mm-hmm. You know, right, 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 right. And that's kind of like I mean, well, in the in the original tradition of actual like graffiti and stuff like that, right? Like the people did it in the times and the hours that everybody else wasn't paying attention. So 
you know, I'm just trying to at least go about it that way too. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to stop traffic. You know? right. And as you mentioned, you don't just paint murals. You do a, a lot of studio work, a lot of mixed media work. And while some of your work is a bit abstract in, in nature, other pieces are a lot more pointed dealing with what's happening in the news, particularly lately, gun violence, which I'm assuming inspired your exhibition, Moving Targets, which has shown up in several different versions over the years, uh, including one that was at the Rosa Parks Museum in Montgomery a couple years ago. Is that, would you say that's true? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, one, um, you know, I, I try to approach my art career or my profession kind of like uh, I want to diversify myself so that you know the public can have access to my work but also create works for private collections but then also have a voice and actually say something like mm-hmm. uh, uh, for a time uh, it was a lot of t- uh, uh, traditionally I'm an abstract artist like traditionally I was doing more non-objective work but you know, when you're called, uh, that body of work actually called me to it. So it was mm. one of those weird things where, like, I, I, and it's a hard subject to kind of, like, right. address because of personal experiences. But I think this is a, it's a way of therapy for me. I mm. mean, my art is a therapy right. for myself. But then also, I just want to have some work that actually means something to and know? And potentially can be therapy for other people as well. You know? uh, very, yeah, that's that was a lot of the response that I got when I was uh, showing the work at Rosa Parks Museum. Mm. There was officers coming in, and the conversations that we had mm. about the work was in, inspired other pieces, actually. You know? Oh, so, wow. And also, like, the new body of work, that uh, that's the riots and rallies, parades, and protests. That work is kind of like a been not so much a spinoff but it's a baby of the movement target stuff so you know i just try to create these series of works that build those bodies up so that um i can have different conversations about you know what's going on you're listening to artist michael jones on culture clash yeah it's interesting it's almost like your your work is having a conversation with itself as well you know continuing to grow and change definitely it's definitely um it definitely builds up off of itself. And most recently, as you mentioned, you had a mixed media show at the Swan Coach House called Shit That Americans Like, and then, and it ended just this past April. How did that all come together? Karen Touches uh, was the curator for the show, and when she sat down and told me that she wanted me to do a show there, I was like, are you sure you want Michael <laughs> Jones to do a show in Buckhead right right down the street from the governor's mansion (laughs) and she was like yeah and I was like sweet I'm gonna try to piss the people off nice (laughs) you know not so much pissing people off actually I just wanted to like address you know some of the things head on start a conversation yeah right right and it uh, it was a beautiful thing like the work uh, is now getting ready I'm actually next week I'm getting ready to take that uh show down a Tampa and uh, mm. I have a show at the Tempest uh, Tempest Project I believe it's called okay uh, and and it's just it's, it's like you say it's, it's doing its thing nice I like that it keeps continuing you know that it keeps cropping up in one form or another and, and just keeps the keeps keeps that conversation going you know that's important I think it is I think it is and especially like you know uh, like I'm not a preacher 
but I also I want to have a voice and I want to say s- something that's important. And, and sometimes it's not comfortable. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, things that are important often aren't comfortable. So. Well, when I did the show at the Rosa Parks Museum, she said, we're not in the business of making people feel comfortable. And yeah. I was like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, the, the art that tends to make people comfortable is the stuff that winds up, you know, in hotels or whatever. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I do that too, though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love it. I mean, you know, yeah. So, uh I, I mean, the cityscape work is, you know, a PC, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's therapy for me because I can't work, I can't create that work all the time because I'll be pissed, you know, yeah. and not only that, my working practice has always been like, you know, work on video some, then I'll like do, I mean, I, I, I've recorded, you know, music before mm-hmm. uh, then I do poetry then I go back to painting because I have to keep it uh, I have to keep it revolving in order for it to feed each other yeah you know? well and like you said it's therapy you know so you have to keep finding new ways to, to get at what it is that's making you angry or frustrated or sad you know yeah cause you know sometimes you can't just smoke the same weed <laughs> <laughs> I like that I heard that I heard that from somebody <laughs> Well, after a while, yeah, you don't. It doesn't work anymore, right? Did you get used to it? That's what somebody told me. That's what somebody told me. (laughs) Yeah, somebody told me that. Um, (laughs) um, Something else positive that has come out of the pandemic uh, for you is you've been selected to do a piece at the Marta Airport Station next year, which is amazing. You're doing a mosaic there, which is a little bit different, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, overwhelming. Like it was, it was one of those things. I still, I still kind of like don't believe it, but. Uh, you know, I believe it now because the piece is pretty close. At least my side of the work is pretty much done, and now we're getting ready to start collaborating with the mosaic artists uh-huh. after they figure out who that person will be or <laughs> that group of people will be. So, yeah, it's going. I mean, I guess this will be my first time doing a collaborative, oh, nice. uh, truly collaborative art piece too. But they told me that I get to have my say, and I was just like, oh man, these wow. people are gonna be pissed at me. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm a smart ass. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. I'm not an asshole. I'm a smart ass. It's two totally different yeah, things. I always, like, I, assholes people hate, but uh, smart asses people laugh at. I always used to say I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumb ass. So, yeah, you know. exactly. There's multiple different types of asses, right. too. You know? So, and I'm how, one of them. How does it feel to know that now, I mean, with, with something there at the airport like that, people from all over the world will be able to see this piece of yours? You know, um, I feel like, well, okay, you know, I'm a Texan. I'm a, I'm always going to be a Texan, but uh, Atlanta is my home now. Yeah. And, and this is kind of like, I feel like this is Atlanta kind of like accepting me in a way. Mm. You know, finally. <laughs> right. Well, they're using they're using you to show the world what we've got. You know, which is pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah, and um, it's uh, it's a great honor, and I'm just you know like it, it, like a little like what I originally said. I wanted to stay here in Atlanta to be a part of this type of this fabric. Mm. And I think that uh, I'm, a, I'm able to, uh, to contribute to this design. Nice. You know? I, I'm really looking forward to that one. Other than your public murals, how can people see your work? I guess have a studio visit. But mm. I'm, I'm, re- uh, I'm, I'm trying to find a new, you know, I'm, I'm trying to expand on that as well. But 
the internet, Letter 75. Mm-hmm. I, I probably don't post as much artwork because people be stealing shit. <laughs> and what do you mean with by stealing? They be stealing your clients. Oh wow! They be stealing. They be stealing your ideas. Oh. They be stealing your. They be biting your work. Like you straight up knocking off your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like I had a, one artist, a friend, someone uh, friended her on Instagram. And when she looked at their page, it was her stuff that they had. On oh my gosh. <laughs> my so. my sister-in-law is an artist and she discovered one day that some company in China had been using her work on like fabric and they'd been selling all these products yeah. with her art on it. Yeah. I mean, it's an honor. It's, it's, I guess <laughs> yeah, they I guess. say, uh, what is it? It's one of the best forms of... Uh, yeah, whatever. No, yeah. it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not cool. Because I forgot it. Yeah, it's not cool. But oh well. Yeah. Um, I mean, people gonna bite. People gonna steal. But I try to just be a little bit more cautious on what I put on uh, social media and stuff like that now because yeah, um, you know, people locally and across seas will steal your work. Work meaning like your clients too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so in addition to the, the, the Marta piece that you're working on, what else is coming up for you? I have a few other things on the stove, uh, on the barbecue grill. Mm. I'm working on a mural out in Covington right now. Mm-hmm. Possibly, I, hopefully, I'll be going home to Texas to be doing a, two murals for CBRE. And the show in uh, Tampa, that's kind of like all, that's all next month, actually. Wow, wow. Had <laughs> June, you, all of that's happening in June. Had you ever so, done any stuff in, in Texas be, in the past? Will this be the first? No, this oh, will be wow. the first time. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, like, if there if there's, like, if, if I really wanted, like, gallery representation, I want it in Texas, not New York. I mean, mm-hmm. New York would be cool. You know, right. New York would sure. be great. But I want I want Texas like Marfa like it's like one of the most beautiful places in on earth Dallas Texas Austin Houston you know anywhere San Antonio I hope this may this may these radio waves make it there bring me home bring me home <laughs> but uh yeah hopefully the mural will be able to you know be the you know trampoline to get me there. Well, plus, if you're back in Texas, you're that much closer to all the Bucky's locations you could ever want, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be able to get Bucky'd up. (laughs) All right, Michael. Thank you so much. We appreciate you being on the show and continued success. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This is so grateful. I I, want to thank my mother and my father and my grandparents and my sister and my brother (laughs) and my wife and my beautiful two dogs and my cat. Aw, that's so sweet. (laughs) You've been listening to artist Michael Jones on Culture Clash on CL Radio. Get in touch on Twitter at CL underscore Atlanta or email me at jill at creativeloafing.com. You've been listening to Culture Clash on CL Radio.